0: What you came for, don't you wish you came more? Girl, what you playing for? Eh, come on, come on, let me kiss that. Oh, I know you miss that. What's wrong? Let me fix that. Twist that baby, too nice the night. I let you know, baby, tonight's the night Come on, we lose control. Baby, baby. tonight, believe okay. that, tonight will be okay. that. Tonight, I'll be the, the best, best you ever, ever had. I don't, don't want to brag, brag,
1: but I'll, I'll be <laughs> That song always makes me think of Drew Shade. (laughs) Shout out to Andrew Shade. Hey, Drew. (laughs) Drew, Running Man. Running (laughs) Man. Drew sung that (laughs) song. We went to the Village Underground one night many years ago and it is an open mic night in the Village Village. <laughs> on Sundays. Yes, in the Village. In the Village. And uh that's what Drew song at the Village Underground. Baby Two Good night. And I was like, tonight. go ahead and sing, Drew. <laughs> yes. Let me tell you
0: something. All I can think with that <laughs> song is that would be crazy if John Legend was the best dick you ever had. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: sorry. Can you imagine? Don't like, you imagine. do John Stevens like that? <laughs> no, I'm
0: not even trying. like I don't even mean no shade. Jennifer, I don't mean no shade. Don't do John you know like that. I don't mean no shade whatsoever. You know I don't want to brag. Know, you know you like you you sweet you cute, you know. I just imagine your roster and just like being like, you know, is the best dick I ever had, John fucking Legend, Cincinnati, Ohio, crazy.
1: I just feel like that's a wild thing to say. That's like, what I'm saying. Like. <laughs> wow, like whoa, you give me like, can you imagine?
0: Lot. Be like, you know who blew my blew my back out? I, Neo, wild <laughs> times. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait a second.
1: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> wow, well, I told you that Neo won this season of Mass Singer. Oh, God. And his season. character was an effeminate cow. <laughs> well, in a milkmaid you know, costume, singing boots, singing down. But know, he said he, he played that role so that people wouldn't guess who he was. But uh, yeah cause Nick Cannon yeah. was full Nick Cannon was like nah that is not Neil acting like that <laughs> <laughs> and it turned out to be it was like you see that y'all caught up in these gender roles out see? here see
0: see and we're gonna talk about that <laughs> in the kitchen table talk because you niggas got it fucked up <laughs> but see and that's that why is see I could have it fucked up who that's there's hilarious. somebody out there who said you know the best dick I ever had John Legend <laughs> John Legend <laughs>
1: But I don't know why that is taking me out. <laughs> but I just feel like I've always just, every time ever since I heard that song, I was just like, that is very wild to say to a person.
0: I it's just with so many people it applies to, it's like, girl, I'm gonna tell you really who wore me out, young Jock.
1: Like it's like
0: <laughs> it's going down. me in the track.
1: You hear? It okay. went down. <laughs> what a time to be alive well praise the lord praise the lord niggas (laughs) welcome back to the kitchen table we are just so grateful that you guys have joined us for just another round of chaos we are filling out finding our way through filling our way through this ghetto the worst hood we've ever endeavored to live in that's adulthood Mm. we're doing it together Mm.
0: Mm, yes, we are, and yes, uh, we are. I
1: just couldn't be more grateful for all of y'all. Thank y'all so much for joining us again. How are you doing, sis? You know,
0: I'm I'm well. I'm uh, I'm not going to complain. I've had a good week, mm-hmm. uh, had a good weekend, and we we, we continued Tristan's
1: birthday oh, celebration. The festivities are still festivities. They
0: still fest. You know, yes. birthday all month. You so. know, the girls love we to celebrate to all month. And you know what? Why I, I, not? Because I endorse it.
1: Yes. We we deserve. This it's hard this, to be alive this, out here.
0: This is a ghetto, this is a ghetto world. Absolutely. Um, and so I you know, I'm very grateful to be able to to celebrate my loved ones. And you know what? If you want to celebrate for 30 days out of you know of the month, then so be it. We're gonna celebrate for 30 days. And so we went, we had dinner. Love you. Um you know, got to celebrate with loved ones. And now we move on to new festivities and activities. Oh, yes. So, and I'm back in my organization back. <laughs> I'm back in a deep purge.
1: It does not take, you know, there's a cycle here.
0: Yeah, it does. Yeah, you not. have a very seasonal, seasonal cycle seasonal. to your
1: purge. I <laughs> <laughs> know,
0: doing. I know. I love that for you. I'm in a. I'm in a. Specifically, this is a product purge. So Mm. all of the things where I'm like, I know that I've had this for far too long. I know. I don't know when I bought this, so that's probably not the best thing to use for this. Like, pull the things out so you know what you have, so that you're not buying hair,
1: makeup, all of that. Okay. Yes,
0: that I did. Oh, my makeup. I separated it. Love it. between my summer colors and my winter colors okay, so instead of on. trying to guess because you know i'm always calling nikki it's shout the out the to nl makeup jade. plentiful yeah. the shades <laughs> of jade okay shout out to you char for bringing back the bisque even though it was a smooth six to seven years ago it we appreciate not. you and your reminders but. Not, but okay. she said yes jade <laughs> Aren't you pissed? <laughs> She's like, um, um, can't you speak to this
1: beige rage? <laughs> As the light-skinned person on the call, would you please weigh in here? Thank you.
0: Like, sure. I rotate between a a bisque, a Tahoe, a Syracuse. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't give me anything soulful Sienna. and earthy. <laughs> Sierra, you know, a praline uh, <laughs> concealer with NARS. That's an all-year girl.
1: Love that. (laughs) Love that. But I separate.
0: So I was like, okay, now I can just grab what I need depending upon the season, how much sun I've gotten, you know, so forth. So I'm just, it's like more of like that. Get rid of the old things. You know, if you've been looking at, if every time I go to clean and I don't throw it away, but I haven't used it, I'm throwing it away. So that's the kind of purge I'm in this go-round.
1: Love that. I need to, I need to do the same. I need to purge my closet. Real bad.
0: Oh yeah, you very know that's badly. my judge.
1: Very very bad. I need to have like a party. Invite some people to help me. I need emotional support. <laughs> I'm, I need I need I need to get it together,
0: sister. I, I will do. carry myself to DC. <laughs>
1: I need I need help. I'm like, I just can't. And I will part get in the the your clothing. closet I can't and be like
0: sit the on clothes. the bed, I'm getting ready to say, How long has it been since you've worn this? And it's then true. Yeah. I oh. need help.
1: I need support because it is <laughs> it is I am embarrassed. So I told you I I get in the new closet, the people came to measure and do everything and they were like, If you get, we'll give you a certain percentage off if you let us do the before <laughs> picture, I was like, Nah, no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I will forego the discount. No, absolutely not. No, no, no. I don't need y'all in help my business. In business like this. I don't. I'll come help you. Yes, I need help. I do need help. I'll come help. I do need you. help. I've, Keisha has done it for me, but that was many years ago, and Keisha is ruthless. She's sense. like, no. No, no she just
0: wants to throw no. all my clothes away and I'm
1: just like I can, just don't Keisha's
0: Jamaican and do it. and she's also just rude and so
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> the two, I do
0: need, the two I do need can help. be but are not that out. <laughs>
2: So
1: we have to work that out because I do I just feel like I need support and I've been saying that I was going to do it myself but I just haven't because I just know that I need somebody to help me do it and maybe we could get that done together
0: You've got a jade in your life for a reason. <laughs> like,
1: okay. Bring some of that purging energy down here because this I just be, my... <laughs> I just be with all of my things, holding them all at one time. Like it's we're gonna mine. We're going to carry ourselves down
0: to the Costco. We're going to grab a box of clear recycling bags. Okay. And we're going to use those to bag things up, to donate yes. to where they need to go. Yes. Um, I need and help. Oh, my God. It's about to be a tie. Y'all don't. We're going to vlog it, Whoa. ladies and gentlemen. Accountability. Yes. Yeah, we're going to vlog this. Oh, so you see how I roped you into that before? Woo. I was Woo. like, you told them no before picture. I said, I said video.
1: No. <laughs> they were like, you. I was like, there's got to be some other way. I was like, I cannot. I cannot no. have y'all in here posting my closet in its current state. No and to they your were masses like, yeah and I was like because my mama will be in a mall somewhere and she would be like that's Kia's closet I know <laughs> <laughs> that is Takia's closet I know that I know that it's Takiyah's closet I know it she would just she would just find it and I just I don't need that kind of stress in my life well, but, I can only yeah. imagine
0: the black and white photo that it paints. That it, that no, is what I'm curious like, to
1: see. <laughs> what it's giving like hoarders, but no, no, not hoarders, not quite hoarders, but not that far. Like, where from did you hoarders?
0: get a cat? <laughs> <Exactly. So. laughs> yeah. well, that's what our new project is going to be. I'm going to come to DC and we're going to purge your closet.
1: Whoa!
0: I'm we're sorry, Mama. It. <laughs> I, I never, never meant to hurt you. you. I never meant to make you, you cry, but tonight I'm it on my, my closet. closet. Very good. <laughs> One more time! <laughs> okay. <laughs> well yes we have a fantastic fantastic kitchen table oh, yes guest so. for you all I think it is a beautiful and intentional way of starting the new year and we had a really great conversation and so I'm excited for us to deep dive so open your mind you know what I'm saying and learn and something yeah learn something if you if you don't already know if you're not hip then get hip and and um yeah you know what I'm saying get yourself educated. It's a different world. And where you come from. (laughs) And where you come from. I think that's the perfect intro. Sing a (laughs) retro? All
1: right. Maybe, yes. Okay. Let's go to the kitchen table. Let's do it. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag or watch that says it all. through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.
0: As I'm staunchly sitting in my adulthood, I learn more and more about myself every day. And one of those things is, I like quality, okay, from my clothes to my jewelry and beyond. And another thing I learned is, I want, no need, my quality to be affordable. So when you ask, you shall receive. And with that, I found Quince. Now I get all my luxury essentials and stay on budget. I'm talking 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14-karat gold jewelry. And the best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. So my favorite part? Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. My daughter stays losing her earrings, so I was able to get a few pair of 14-carat everyday hoops for $50. $49.90 Forty nine ninety to be exact. And that's almost unheard of. And don't get me started on my Mongolian cashmere cardigan. It's my new favorite staple. And you heard all that suppleness in those fabrics. Indulge in affordable luxury. Treat yourself. Go to quince.com slash grown for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash grown to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash grown. Welcome, Wilkomen, welcome! back to the kitchen table, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen and Thimtomen and everybody else in between. Thadies. We have a very, th- Thimtomen and Thadys, we have a mm-hmm. very, special, very special, special, very special, special guest special. in the house. <laughs> very special. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Are we going into LL or are we going yes. into <laughs> oh? <laughs> now I want to give you the intro that you deserve of course okay Dr. John Paul Higgins. Excuse me. Dr. John Paul P. Higgins. Yes. Or Jonathan P. P. Higgins. I just fucked that all up. (laughs) Is an award-winning educator, speaker, journalist, and media critic who examines the intersections of identity, gender, and race in entertainment. Dr. John Mm -hmm. Paul is a trailblazer who's crafting the stories their ancestors didn't get to tell. Come on, somebody. Dr. Mm -hmm. Higgins is the director of strategic media. Media and Advocacy for Rainbow Pride Youth Alliance and they've been a featured speaker for South by Southwest and TEDx and most recently was the first queer black person to speak at Forbes Blick. That's how I'm calling it. girl <laughs> conference. You can also catch them on hit shows like Netflix. Nailed it and fuses like a girl. Dr. Higgins holds a doctorate in educational justice for University of Redlands, actively writing and lecturing on what liberation means for Black, queer, fat, non-binary mm-hmm. people. Dr. Mm-hmm. John Paul, welcome to the show.
2: Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh, I feel so famous. Oh girl, <laughs> don't you dare. All I did was. These are oh your, these goodness. are your credits. <laughs> no, <Okay. laughs> no, I just feel like, no, I'm so used to it. Like y'all have no idea how much this show holds me on long drives. No I'm way. always commuting in and out of LA. And so when I'm like, Ooh, I got to be on this freeway. I always hit the getting grown. Cause I need that laugh <laughs> yes. as I'm darting into the city, You're honey. Welcome. And so it feels really good to be on the mic. Thank you for having me. We have well, been... you know,
0: you have been a friend to the show. No, yes. no, no.
1: We have been carrying mm-hmm. on on the social media for quite some mm, yeah. time and so it's it's good yeah. to connect in in space mm-hmm. and learn more about you and the awesome work that you're doing know that Thank we you. are very proud yeah. of you and this is mm-hmm. a conversation that has been a long time coming so again welcome and we're mm. happy to have you here Thank um, you. Yeah let's let's start off for those of the people who are still coming to learn about you and your awesome work just introduce yourself uh to the kitchen table mm. so that the people can know Thank you. who is joining us yeah. on today
2: <laughs> well, yeah. So, you know, I will say that, you know, outside of my own podcast that I have, you know, I can't I can't say I, a lot of the work and a lot of the conversations that have started have really started at the core of me being over at the Black Fat Fem podcast but Mm -hmm. I will say that I have genuinely spent a lot of my life championing um, folks who look and live like me that oftentimes aren't given the resources and the support Mm -hmm. that they need right so even my dissertation right so I I wrote my dissertation around the experiences of queer men of color in the first year of higher ed but even then I knew that I was still different like Mm -hmm. suits and ties never really worked for me um, mm-hmm. I was always looking at a sister's heel I was always <laughs> looking at someone's nails mm-hmm. and I was always saying like that felt like you know it, it when I worked in higher ed it felt like it was good for me to not be you know so traditionally quote-unquote male and mm-hmm. so um, as I started doing my work in higher ed which eventually I, I decided to leave and I really started kind of doing a lot of stuff in the media spaces and I was doing a lot of stuff in terms of podcasting and all of that I was really trying to make a name in and, and really create a lane and a space for non-binary specifically trans non-binary folks like myself who are from areas and spaces where they oftentimes aren't given a voice and so that's been predominantly a lot of my work is really mm-hmm. championing specifically youth um, I don't know if any of you know but there have been a lot of reports that have been coming out in the last couple of years about black specifically black queer and non-binary and trans kids yeah. um, deciding to go I'm gonna just say, it, you know as, as frankly as I do they deciding that they want to check out and go see Jesus you know and I, I feel like in my work I'm trying to remind them like, yes, we don't we gonna get to the greater land, but mm-hmm. l- not not so fast. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something mm-hmm. better for you here. And mm-hmm. so that's what a lot of my work has been, has really been centered on really trying to remind queer people, trans people, black, queer, trans, fat people that they deserve. Um, they deserve a story. They deserve a voice. And that's really what I've tried to do.
0: I love that. We mm-hmm. we need the voices for advocacy, and I'm really Thank glad you. that you're able to come on this platform, especially with Key and I being two cisgendered women, two cisgendered mm-hmm. Black women. You know, I think it's important that we elevate um, many marginalized identities as yeah. we are all facing the greater system of trash, <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, Truly. I wanna start off with a very basic question first before mm-hmm. we really get into the meats. Because you know, we have some, we have a we have a range of listeners here at Getting Grown. <laughs> yeah. A range. All the way up to our great aunties. <laughs> uh and yes.
2: I love to see it. You too. know,
0: I and I and I love the range that we have, but I do yeah. want to Okay, so you know there's a lot of ignorance and a lot of lack of education. Teach. Mm-hmm. Um, especially around the queer community, especially mm-hmm. as uh, <clears throat> multiple identities that have not otherwise been put on platforms before, right, right. Uh, and exposed to the black community or maybe they just act like they has, it hasn't been exposed, but right, right. right. Can we kind of break down a little bit for our great aunties? What some mm-hmm. of this actually means, right? Because yeah. we know there's the basic respect of calling people what they want to be called. Identity, you know, and, and acknowledging and just respecting that right there. But can mm-hmm. we break down a little bit more for maybe somebody who's like, I don't quite understand what non-binary means. Can yeah. we talk about that a little bit?
2: We sure can. You know, so I always like to tell people, you know, there are a lot of resources out there. And oftentimes people always say, just go to Google. You can Google it. And it's like, no, oftentimes it's not that simple, right? right? It's Mm -hmm. not that simple for someone to say, I'm going to go to Google and I'm going to go ahead and try to figure all of this out. Because a lot of this information, as much as it's not new, it is still very much in terms of like Mm -hmm. lexicons and folks Mm -hmm. being able to understand what words mean. You know, I know Mm -hmm. Crystal says all the time, words mean things. And so some of the things that oftentimes, you know, folks associate different words and different pieces of like to say the LGBTQ alphabet soup Mm -hmm. with different things. And so there are two in my way, the the way I've often broken it down when I do trainings, I always tell people, you know, gender, as much as it is a construct it is something that we all adhere to right so oftentimes gender right. is what you believe yourself to have been born right and so with you being cisgender you can say i'm a woman i was born into a woman's body that is exactly how you know again however you believe that's how god made me okay that's fantastic right mm-hmm. for folks like myself i can say yes i'm still cisgender yes i'm male yes i present as male to people mm-hmm. but there's a little bit of you know you know in the word they say you know i'm a little i'm a little you know, fragrant. I'm a little more, be, you know, a little bit more. What did Kiki Palmer say? More, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm give a little bit of extra, right? I'm a little bit more fragrant in the way I carry, carry I like myself that. in this world. Um, and so that's where the non-binary comes in, right? So this mm-hmm. idea that, yes, I see myself as a male. Yes, I am in a male body, but I don't present as male. I don't adhere to the construct of masculinity or maleness. And it's not to say that I'm not in touch with it, right? If I need to, I always tell people, you know, people oftentimes think that i'm soft but i'm like girl i was raised in Compton. Period. you can try it if you want to Period. right <laughs> you
1: can try it if you want to
2: um but i say all of that to say like there that's what non-binary is is when you look at a construct and you say maybe that's not for me i'm a little bit outside of that or i decided that i don't really adhere to what society wants me to be now when we start talking about trans because i think folks oftentimes get non-binary and trans as you know, confused. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally, and I say I personally because again, everyone has their own perception of how they identify and how they see the world. Absolutely. I will say before I go into more explanation, I think the best way to have these conversations is to just ask people, mm-hmm. how do you identify? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a lady last night, I was standing in line for something last night, and she was like, wait, a- just, you know, real quick, I just want to make sure, like, how do you identify? And I was like, thank you for asking how I identify right. because it wasn't offensive. It mm-hmm. was, you want to respect me. You want to understand me. You want to know my story. I appreciate when people do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I say all of that to say, you know, trans, I always tell people, in my opinion, trans is an experience, um, whether it be related to gender, whether it be to sexuality, whether it be through the walk of life. I've known people who said I didn't identify, you know, with being trans until maybe a year ago. Mm -hmm. Right, I was non-binary. And then I decided that I was trans because, you know, this experience led me to understand it. And so I think, again, it, it really comes down to experiences. And I think oftentimes in our community, we conflate gender and sexuality as being the same thing. And Mm -hmm. it's not. Mm -hmm. Sexuality is oftentimes who you're attracted to, who you want to spend your life with, who you want to build a life with. Um, And then there are people who don't really see their gender or their sexuality as separate. I know for me, I do. Mm -hmm. Um, But I say all of that to say that I think that there's this, this piece of of us being too afraid to give people the agency Mm -hmm. to tell us how Mm -hmm. they want to be treated. And I think that's the big conversation we need to have what you believe to be true about someone else. Throw that out the window these days, because people are, people will tell you who they are and what they identify as. So
1: I love that you framed it that way, Mm -hmm. because I think, you know, a lot of the conversation, especially we have on this show is around, you know, having, uh, ne- negotiating and uh, broaching mm-hmm. intergenerational mm-hmm. conversations. Those of us who mm-hmm. are trying to educate parents or children or yeah. um, just trying to just expose and raise awareness about sort of mm-hmm. some of the complexities of identity. And also helping people to sort of understand that there, that there is freedom of self-expression and mm-hmm. like you said, respect and acknowledging how people choose to identify themselves. Um, yep. And I know in sort of having conversations with older people in my family, I struggle at that particular uh, sort of intersection, right? Because people yeah. often feel like projecting what they believe on somebody else mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is you know th- that really has nothing to do with any of this right this is this is mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. this is about respecting how someone would prefer that you engage them mm-hmm. uh, as it relates to mm-hmm. themselves right mm-hmm. um, how yeah. you know whatever yeah. a- across all identity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are the impediments to the conversation? Mm-hmm. What what are the what are the things that are holding us back from really understanding that it is not about projecting one's beliefs on somebody else, mm-hmm. but more mm-hmm. about encouraging all of us to embrace and 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 really take hold mm-hmm. of freedom. In, yeah. in a real way.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I've, the way I've, like I said, I've done various presentations and I've done various, you know, conferences and I've talked about this in so many different facets and I said, the easiest way for me to break it down to people about why this is so important, I said, you know, growing up, I would always say I was never a fan of kitten heels. I was never a fan <laughs> of, of wedges. I've never been, my, oh my God, belief speak is. Speak my
0: language.
1: <laughs>
2: you are amongst like my, friends. My thing you is, are is friends? that, okay. yeah, Okay, okay, you're. I a am family. that girl that's gonna always say like when like there's no like either do a flat or do a heel. I mean, there's no do it. Period. 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 You know. You're
0: gonna okay. do it right. They
2: do do, it. do, do it. flat. What you is this a purgatory it. of shoe you're, you're wearing? Right. I don't need you. <laughs> I don't want you in the kitten heel. Now and then that's the thing. I may whisper that to myself. Ooh, them kitten heels are disgusting. But the problem <laughs> that I have is is when I actually start to do stuff to. Um, to to impress that belief on on other people, right? When I start to make their Mm -hmm. life complicated Mm -hmm. because they're opting to wear a kitten heel and maybe there might be a part of me that says, okay, well this person's probably in a kitten heel because they probably can't do a heel. That's fine. Right. Mm -hmm. I personally don't agree that kitten heels are cute, but I understand the necessity of them. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think there's a larger conversation around all of this right and this idea of we are all and this is kind of what i always bring it back to we are all raised and taught and we learn our own belief systems right and i know that there's so many people who says well i don't believe this because it's not my religion okay that's fine Mm -hmm. but just because you don't believe it doesn't necessarily mean that it's the truth right right Mm. and there are so many things we all believe right i don't believe hummus is good but does that mean that it's not good to other people (laughs) every time you say this
0: it stresses me out I know, yes, I know it stresses you out, Jay. You got to know <laughs> but that, that. Yes, is-
2: I get it. You don't like hummus. Right. It's a texture keep thing. Keep your chickpeas, okay? I don't care nothing about them. Yes. But it's the same way that people say that they don't like. Um, what's the other one that people put onto cilantro? I've heard friends say that, mm-hmm. you know, fish and, and seafood tastes like soap to them. Like, we all have our things. Mm-hmm. And so I just, mm-hmm. I'm in the mindset of we've got to let people, regardless of how they identify, we've got to let people live. Yes. Yeah, that's like, true. our... Our, our ways of seeing the world is not the only way of seeing the world. Right. And I think that that's the thing that's mm-hmm. so important in this conversation too is really understanding that a lot of these systems, as much, you know, I always tell people too because folks will oftentimes say, well, I don't I don't see it that way. I don't see, okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But baby, you got to know that all these systems are still working to come after all of Period. us, right? They are still, again. whether you believe it true or not, right? The same way that that homophobia impacts me, the same way that transphobia impacts impacts me is the same way that racism impacts all of us. Mm-hmm. And so you have to really understand that all of these systems work together to keep us oppressed. And so that's that's what I feel like I, m- the bigger part of my calling has been mm-hmm. has been to say like, oh, okay, wait a second. I get it. I understand. Like I tell people all the time, my mom is a Jehovah's Witness. But at the end of the day, it's still about respect. Right. I respect the church Jehovah's exactly. Witness. You keep that over there. Right. And I am a spiritualist over right. here. And we love each other past what we believe to be true. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's the thing we have to mm-hmm. learn to do because at the end of the day you know regardless of how you identify or how you feel about certain identities and people um, the reality is that we are all literally on the chopping block mm. so
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh I love that you said that like that and I think it's beautiful to use an analogy we can cackle and kiki about hit heels mm-hmm. hills and hummus but <laughs> I think it's a great analogy to use something mm-hmm. that causes dissension between people but is just a, a preference right or right, right you know or even a taste like i this does not taste good to me you know mm-hmm. it may taste good to you but it does not taste good to me and i think that's a correct great analogy to help somebody on a really simple basis learn how to respect the identity of others as crazy yeah. as that sounds
1: no and um, it's just like we should not be mistreated on the basis of our differences Mm -hmm. We should not like, you know, the ways in which, you know, how you feel, you don't want anyone to disrespect you or mistreat you or take Mm -hmm. anything away from you because of who you are and what you believe. I feel like why we should be extending that same grace, courtesy, respect in order to receive it. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask if you could talk a little bit more about your transition out of higher education. Um Mm. Because, you know, just for my (laughs) own curiosity, but just I think I think one of the things we love to say on getting grown is, you know, the life is a journey where you start really doesn't always have to have bearing on where you finish and you you're learning as you go. So talk a little bit Mm -hmm. about, you know, Mm -hmm. your decision making and um, Mm -hmm. how how it's gotten you to where you are
2: yeah man so i i want to be clear you know i think um i don't i don't know their name off the top of my head but i think specifically it would it would be to have this platform and to not talk about it and Mm. and before i go into my own story would be i'd be remiss if i didn't so i I do want to acknowledge that you know the the scholar who recently passed away who unalive themselves um that story is very similar to Mm. my story in a lot of ways yeah um Yes, thank you for naming Mm -hmm. her. You know, I always tell people I was kind of pushed out Mm -hmm. of student affairs or higher education, but I always have to like after hearing her story, Mm -hmm. I had to tell myself, "Oh, wait a second, girl, you were bullied out of higher education." And so um, that 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 story is very very public. If y'all want to go for years years ago, I was like, "Oh, I don't want to talk about it," but now I've I've I've, you know what? I'm very I'm very comfortable in in you know where I sit in my life, and so it's 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 a it's a part of my journey. It's not my full journey. Mm. So I'll say this. I started... As an RA, as, mm-hmm. a, as, a, as an RA, I was the girl running around telling people what to do and not to do on campus. Mm-hmm. Um, and right before I graduated, someone pulled <laughs> me to the side and said, you would make a really good student affairs professional. And I said, great. You know, I went took a couple of classes, ended up landing a job, was working in, in residential life for five years, moved over into multicultural affairs and then made the decision that I wanted to go up for a director's position, mm-hmm. um, specifically in LGBTQ issues and things. Mm-hmm. Um, Long story short, landed a role. The role wasn't for me. They pushed me out. Um, and I I, I I kind of was in this way of, of, of life of saying, okay, am I going to let what happened to me silence me? Mm-hmm. Or am I going to continue to speak truth to power and continue to advocate for a lot of, specifically a lot of college age youth who are, because that's where my ideation started. My ideation started in college, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so I, I opted to say, okay, well, I'll just do this on my own. You know, did my... Went to LLC Twitter, figured out how to start my own little LLC, <laughs> um, and it, it and it just took off. And the more I, the more I kind of leaned into um, the speaking truth to power and and, and kind of speaking about these issues that impact me as a black, fat, queer, non-binary, you know, once poor, uh, you know, asthmatic, all the different things, right? People started to follow me back and say, I really love the work that you're doing. And so with that being said, yeah, I, I mean, I, I've, I've written a lot of articles about the 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 tenets between, you know, the oppression that we see both in not only education, but also in, um, in, in media. Um, I talk very openly about this idea that oftentimes, education is not safe for Mm us Um, and even with having a doctorate right Um, I'm getting more conversations people are pulling me into these more these days of what it means to be black and to have a doctorate because I'm sure you probably feel this too Kia I, I find that people respond to me interestingly or (laughs) respond to me with a with a different energy once they find out that they have to say doctor before they say john Mm. um and 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 it's interesting and so all that to say that you know i'm just very much in this mind that um a lot of my beliefs is, you know, we are not given, like I said, resources. We're not giving the support. We're not necessarily being led, quote unquote, to the promised land like we've been told mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. And I find it to be that my calling is to make sure that other folks who are in education, folks who are who are who are scholars, folks who are, you know, media critics, whatever you want to call it, know that there's someone like myself out here um, that's going to help them with whatever they're wanting to attain. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's just a little bit about me. I love that. Mm-hmm. I have a question.
0: Kind uh-huh. of, it, you. and you touched on it earlier, you yeah. talked about the giant umbrella of oppression that we are all mm-hmm. under as black yes, people, God. as black women, as queer black people, as queer people, as, you know, you could break that down and put all the bullet points in the dashes. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so how do we begin to, to, to create space for addressing issues in these marginalized communities with I'll call it activism fatigue, right? For lack of mm-hmm, a better mm-hmm. for lack of a better term. How do yeah. we draw issues to each individual issue that we are doing without um with 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 us all fighting this greater system of oppression so that it doesn't get exhausted and it doesn't get muddled and each yeah. thing gets what it's supposed to get because we mm-hmm. need to talk, you know, we're gonna talk about it in a little bit, a little bit more about our queer youth, especially our trans youth, who have been greatly yeah. affected overall over time, but especially since the pandemic uh, with houselessness yeah. Yeah. and, like you said, unaliving and so forth and so mm-hmm. on. So, yes. Can you, can you speak to what I just asked?
2: (laughs) No, no, no. You, you, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm processing it. And I think, you know, I don't want to just have a quick response Mm -hmm. to, to this because I think there, I always like to tell people this conversation is nuanced. Mm -hmm. And I always like to tell folks, we have to start at it with this notion of it's nuanced intentionally, right? Mm -hmm. It's in, it's intentionally meant for us to be at this place where we go, how do we do this? How do we do this? How do we do this? Oh my God. And we also have to do that too, because, and, and it, because the thing is is that the more that these systems can keep us tired mm-hmm. and the more that these sisters these systems can wear us out the more these systems will work mm-hmm. right yes. um and, and and that's the thing people oh well you know there's so much oppression these days and oh my god it seems worse and i'm like no it's not worse it's mm-hmm. been here mm-hmm. you're just hearing about yeah. it more right we mm-hmm. all now have the language yep. to be able to, to 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 vocalize and speak up about the injustices that we see so i say that first the next thing i was thinking a lot about was is to to, you know something that someone recently tapped me on the shoulder and said to me they said you know you cannot feel like you're the only person that is doing this work right like you can't Wake up every day Absolutely. feeling like it's just you, and you have to solve it. Right? M. L. K. couldn't do it alone. Mm-hmm. Right? We saw it with the walk to Selma. Malcolm X didn't do it alone. We saw it with the Black Panthers. You know, there's so many people. Right? We see all of the stuff, the the the, the, the bus boycotts. Right? You know, all of that in the 50s. It was all strategic. We just had Rustin come out. Right? We saw what mm-hmm. Rustin was doing with mm-hmm. the wall. So there's there's all of these things. Like I always have to like kind of step back and remind myself and go, in my and I say this a lot, in my dark. hour, I have to say, John, you're not by yourself. It may feel that way. Right? Mm-hmm. It may feel that way because that's what oppression wants you to believe, mm-hmm. but you are not alone in this. So, to anyone who's listening to this who feels, you know, racial battle fatigue or is dealing with activism fatigue or is dealing with just fatigue of life, child gas is high. Hello. Um, I so think <laughs> eggs, <laughs> milk, so groceries, food, you know, groceries, baby, <laughs> the way that DoorDash has stole a good hundred dollars out of my account these last two weeks. Hello. Just Dealing um, it, the, the the price of everything just the price of life that's what I've been saying the price of life going these days like, is just high yeah. mm-hmm. um, and it's going up and so I have to remind people like you 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 can't feel like it's just you mm-hmm. I think to, to more to your point Jade I also think too I think it is imperative for folks to zoom in on the things that they feel like that they can actually make a change in right mm-hmm. I used to be that girl for a very long time who felt like well I have to fix the industry I have to fix education I have to fix I have to fix black people. I have to fix queer people. And then there was just one day where I said, I can't do all that. Mm -hmm. Y'all gonna kill me. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think when you look at that list, you look at that bullet points and you see all of those things on that list. Right. You have to say, where can I devote my energy to and when is that going to be enough? And so for me, it's the, the, the active storytelling part. Right. I, I have my podcast. I write my articles. I go to Sundance and I queer and black it up a little bit. <laughs> I go into these spaces and I allow myself to be just who I am mm-hmm. and I go home mm-hmm. and that is enough for me and if people say, John, you should do more, I say, then pay me more, mm-hmm. right? Like, I I can only do as much as my soul is allotted to do and on the days when I don't have it, that's okay too, right? Because yeah. even Jesus went away for 40 Hello. days and 40 nights. didn't he went away and said, y'all, that niggas, is a much- and ten me. days, <laughs> 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 and spoke to the Lord.
1: That's what he did. Do you know what you I can do
2: with a month enough. and ten day vacation? Hello, uh, baby. Hello. Let me tell you, you ain't a month and ten days. Like I just need seven. Yes. But I'm just saying, like, I, 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 I always think about that, right? Like, as much as I'm not a super Bible person, I constantly even think. I go, Jesus was perfect, and He still needed a break. Mm-hmm. So I go, I, I think about this a lot, in, in, a, in a lot of my work, I go, John, you can't can't do it all because you have not been called to do it all mm-hmm. and i think a lot of people need to hear that especially us black folks because and I, i'll say too it became even more real for me after um Oh, I just it, it's just been a slew of them, so I can't even name it. You know, I think about certain things. So I saw recently, I just saw the Luther documentary, and Luther was fifty four, and when he passed, and I, I think about the man on Brooklyn Nine Nine who died yeah, under hmm, sixty, yeah. and I think about a, a whole bunch of other black folks who have not, uh, specifically black cis men who have not been able to see their sixties, and I have to keep. T- I I've literally now woken up every day and told myself. You've got to slow down mm-hmm. because you are going to kill yourself mm-hmm. trying to do everything. You are not going to make it to over 60. Mm. And so that's that's now the way I move where, like, you know, if if something doesn't happen at five before five o'clock, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not I'm not going to kill myself, you know, early. I'm not going to take myself out early over a system that has nothing to do with me. I didn't create this system.
0: Yeah.
2: I'm trying to survive in it. Say that. Y'all
0: know here on Getting Grown, we're all about honest and real conversations. You know, provoking thought. So here's an important one for you. If you have a family like I do, then you absolutely need to get term life insurance to protect them. It's truly one of the smartest decisions I've made for our family. The truth of the matter is, it's not a fun conversation to have. But what's more sobering is to think about our child being unprepared in the event of a timely or untimely passing. So if my goal is to set my daughter up for success, then I have to dot the I's and I have to cross the T's in all the areas. Fabric by Gerber Life was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. Fabric has flexible policies that fit your family and your budget with quality policies like a million dollars in coverage for less than a dollar a day. And it's all online and on your schedule. So there's no appointments, no scheduling, no piles of paperwork, nothing to add to the pile of life. Just apply when it's convenient for you. You can go from start to covered in less than 10 minutes. And did I mention with no health exam required? Okay. And, 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 Fabric has more than just life insurance. It's a one-stop shop that also has free digital wills, investment accounts that let you save for your kid's future, and the cherry on top. You can manage all of your family's finances right from your phone, convenience at its finest, and your family's prepared for anything. There's no risk to apply. They have a 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can cancel at any time. Join the thousands of parents who trust Fabric to protect their family. Apply today in just minutes at meetfabric.com grown. That's meetfabric.com grown. Let me spell it out for you. M-E-E-T fabric.com slash grown policies issued by western southern life assurance company not available in certain states prices subject to underwriting and health questions
1: so there are those of us who want to learn more want to raise our awareness mm-hmm. and when you're talking about identifying the things that you can do to help if i'm a person that mm-hmm. wants to start or, or wants to to start to identify where from my where in my life I can make changes to contribute to a larger change? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you suggest we go about that? Right, because I think sometimes this is a function of a larger conversation about privileged mm-hmm. identities. Even though some of us may T. be, you know, we're still negotiating marginalized identities. You know, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. even with, with within that though. The way that identity Mm -hmm. is structured, there are some identities that privileges some in spaces where others are not privileged. And so uh, can you talk a little bit about that uh, concept of privilege and, and what are the implications for that as we start to think about ways that we can we we can start to contribute to helping
2: yeah well I think you know and I, I say this you know not because people know I'm, I'm real shady at times I'm trying to watch <laughs> my words um, but what I will say is you know I think going to gay clubs and taking up queer spaces is not the, the, the way um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people think oh I'm gonna just go to a gay club and I'm gonna just you know I'm gonna I'm gonna have a good time and that's how I support the community and I'm like nah no. sis you yes mm-hmm. but also <laughs> I'm gonna need you to do something else right mm-hmm. so I would say you know one of the things that I've been thinking a lot about right is You know, and I've tweeted about this and I've had people respond. You know, a lot of us have so many things and thoughts and all of these different belief systems around trans people, and we don't know any trans people, Mm -hmm. right? You have so much to say about queer people, queer you know non-binary people trans people but you don't know any of them personally mm-hmm. so i think that's the first place right it's not to necessarily go out and be in gross and grimy with that whole notion of like i have to have a trans friend mm-hmm. you know the way that white people like to mm-hmm. I, have a, I have a black friend that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is is are you actively making like for instance i think this is a great way are you actively at work looking around and saying wait a second? There are no trans people mm. who are hired here. How can There I, are no yeah. non-binary people who are open, yeah. who are openly non-binary here. What can I do at work to make sure that trans and non-binary people feel comfortable if they were up to come work here? Right, like that's the kind of stuff that we need. We need people who are actively in spaces that are saying some of this feels not right mm-hmm. and and and, and mm-hmm. it doesn't feel welcoming like what are we doing to welcome folks up I think the other thing too is mm-hmm. is to actively do what you know you might be doing right now listen to podcasts with non-binary people Educating um and me. trans yeah. people uh, there there are tons there are tons of podcasts and shows and YouTube things and little bits and stuff that are out there that you can find if you just put in trans media trans content I think tra- you know listening to trans media is a great start mm-hmm. right they have a lot of information on the plight of what what trans people are going through over there um, so there's that but i think lastly i think the one thing that folks can do kind of to just start is to not be afraid yeah. of of messing up mm-hmm. and i think so many people think that they have to be beyonce on their first try of supporting the queer community and i'm like baby you don't it's okay well Even you don't want to get out up. here and
1: say the wrong thing and get canceled the you girls definitely don't you <laughs> like fish and canceled August. though Get Hello. canceled.
2: I say get canceled because that that means you're trying. Okay. That mm. means you're trying. Because I know so many people, well, I got to do it right. I don't want to get canceled, baby. Get canceled. If you genuinely mistake, in your heart yeah. want to do okay. what's right Fair. for us in the community, say it. I don't I don't know this. You, I, and you know, I'll say lie. this, Jade, you are a perfect example of that. <laughs> Thank you. I, no, you really are. <laughs> uh, I listen to the show. Geez. I listen to both your shows every week. <laughs> And you will say, there are things that you'll say and you'll go, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. I don't want to piss nobody yes. off. Yeah. I don't know the exact term. Please forgive so me. Let please. Me, if, <laughs> please jump in my DMs and tell me if I'm fucking Educate up. Right? You. Yeah. I educate me right we are all like again we are not perfect beings and so for me as a queer person to expect a cis cishet person who's probably never specifically like people in the south y'all probably ain't never seen nobody who looked like me or never interacted with anybody mm. like me so how are you supposed to know how to treat me right mm-hmm. so my thing is is you got to give grace to get a little bit of grace but the reality of the matter is, is that you still got to try mm, yeah. and there are a lot of people yeah. who are very complacent with well so, you know out of sight out of mind none of this impacts That's me good. so I'm good and I'm going girl they'll come for you in the night just like they'll come I for will. me in the morning hello okay. say so, that loud okay. yeah <laughs> <laughs> please yes they'll knock on your you door got too to be doing something. hello they will take you out they are they are plotting to take you out mm-hmm. they are setting the stage to take you out and i, I want to say this i don't want to get too super you know rah rah on my social justice but that's who i is as much as folks may look at this conversation and go, oh, here we go, another trans conversation. I'm going, baby, they are setting no, the platform with trans people yeah. to come after black women, Period. to yep. come after black people, yes. to come after women, to yes. come after you as a, they are literally setting the stage. So if you this turn is, a blind eye to this it. conversation, it's true. It's absolutely you true. cannot be upset when they come after you. It's absolutely, And that's
0: true. to all conversations of oppression, yep. right? Which is why, yep. for instance, I was talking, I, I think I was talking to Kia recently where I was like, there's plenty of black people who are like, Why the fuck should I give a fuck about Palestine? And it's like, do you understand how all of these systems of oppression are linked to where it could, if it's happening there, it can most certainly happen here. This is Hello? why you need to give a fuck about you all of these to. things, and true. that's why I wanted I wanted to talk about trying to break down how we. So I think that was beautifully said, and you've been doing a beautiful job, Dr. John Paul. Thank you. Thank of, you. You know, just enlightening and educating and no, awake. You know, because we as black people get tired of educating people about our plight. And our struggle yeah. and the things that yeah. we deal with. But like you said, there has to be a certain level of like willingness to have a conversation and willingness mm-hmm. to answer some things, so that if somebody genuinely wants to try to be a decent person truthfully, in society, <laughs> you know, then then yeah. they will they will they will be able to check into a conversation like this and say, OK, let me sit down and really listen to see what they're talking about. Amen. We know that there is a lot of attacks on trans mm. youth, and it's happening from so many different directions. I remember when I was in junior high, there was a book I read called Go Ask Alice. And Go Ask Alice was a book about this young hippie white girl in the 60s and 70s who left her parents' house, got on LSD got on acid mm. oh wow became a baby prostitute oh. was hitchhiking oh. across america this is oh yeah. wow shit yeah. wow shit um, they, you, know, you read this Woodstock, book in school? i read this book it would be banned now, now, absolutely got bad. it from the library right. okay um and so i use that <laughs> now to try to transition dr john paul because we know that there are Book bans happening. Uh, we saw yeah, recently, specifically yeah. in Florida, they've banned certain editions oh, of uh, the Guinness Book of World Records, the Encyclopedia Britannica. But obviously, yeah. if they're doing that on such such extreme levels, they're going to be banning queer books or books yeah. that appeal to queer yeah. youth. Can you speak a little bit more to that? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. some of the things that you that that you have seen or experienced. Uh, and what's going on
2: yeah you know it reminds me a lot of kind of like you know I I know there's been so much conversation around the color purple but I think about specifically this idea of you know Mr. Not wanting silly to read or to to, to read the letters to see the freedom that she had access to um or james the ways evans that,
0: sorry
2: james <laughs> evans yeah yeah mister right mm-hmm. um i think about it a lot in that sense of you know i always tell people and this is something i kind of sit with you know why did slave owners not want their slave their enslaved people to read mm-hmm. right it was because one they didn't want them to have the words to be able to explain what was happening to them but also two, they knew that if they were able to read that they would be able to get to freedom yes. mm-hmm. and i think that that was a lot of the, that's a lot of what we're seeing right now with these book mm-hmm. bands right you're seeing queer folks like George M. Johnson put out books that are bestsellers around the queer black yes. experience and these people are going, wait a second I don't want my child reading this because of X, Y, and Z. And it's like no, you don't want your child reading this because you don't want your child to feel valued or validated. Exactly. You don't want your child to be able to know that they actually matter, right? Mm. Like they That they have the right to say this is what's happened to me is an injustice and this is wrong and I need to get away from this, right? Um, it's the same reason I mean you know, I'll even say this for me you know and I've talked very openly about this in, in terms of being a reformed Jehovah's Witness you know I always say like there's all of these things and expectations of what I could and couldn't you know engage with in media and I think a lot of that was because they did not want me to feel like oh well if there's a Le-, you know Andre Leon Talley out there mm-hmm. then that means that I can be just like them right mm-hmm. Um, and so I say all of that to say that it's it, 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 again going right back to the last point that I had a lot of this is intentional a lot of this is being done to keep folks silent and mm-hmm. what I mean by silent and not just about the idea of not being able to speak it's this idea that if I don't know what happened behind me mm-hmm. it, it's going to be very hard for me to have a blueprint of what's forward for me right yep. um, and so I, I think that you know I think it's imperative for folks who are listening and are in the mind of like well I don't know what to read or I don't know what to pick up for my kids or I don't I always like to say to them, ki- them kids They are already as much as you try to keep them kids away from them books and that information. They're gonna still get to it. it. Listen, they still gonna find it. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, and you may have to cut this out. You know, my my mom. Oh, I don't want you watching real sex and all that. When I was a kid, I was still watching it. I was still old
0: don't <laughs> well, oh, no need to cut that. That's everybody.
2: Everybody well, no. was looking
0: I'm just at saying, that. Right? Scrambly ass, fuzzy no, ass channeling, trying, <laughs> trying to Watch see the volume Max all or the, the way down. The all the way down. So, <laughs> yes. And just oh. like
1: Madison said, T. S. Madison said when she was on Married to Medicine a couple of weeks ago, she was like, "I grew mm-hmm. up in a world where I didn't see nobody who looked like me on TV, but I still grew up hello? to be me."
2: Hello. Uh, hello. I still grew so up to be me. Make it make sense. I still grew the up. The math ain't math. Yes. Absolutely. Right. You can still tell me every single absolutely. day. And that's the same thing people think. You know, I, 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 I'd I be remiss to not say this too. I think people think, oh, well, seeing queer people on TV is going to, is going make, to make, me, make you yep. queer. No, it's not. it's not. No, it's not. It's because not. I can tell you right now. I know a lot of people. You, you could go talk to somebody who is queer and Amish, and they will tell you, "I knew I was queer without ever <laughs> meeting on another here queer and person." Yeah, I've <laughs> it never seen the TV. <laughs> I've never seen one. I don't know. I've never. I but don't I even know what electricity a is. Like <laughs> but I know I still like men. So hello, come on now, somebody, make it make sense. No. So i say all of that yes. to say, like, that's what this is it is a way of silencing people it's a way of trying to control and I think that's really too the word is control yeah, if I can mm-hmm. control the media that my youth are taking in mm-hmm. then it makes it easier for me to have the upper hand about how they feel about themselves how they feel about themselves in the world and if they even truly want to stay in this world yeah. and I think it is it's, it's imperative for us as parents specifically the parents who are listening that really support mm-hmm. LGBTQ kids you know find these books put yeah. in give them access to it because I'm gonna tell you right now the way my mom used to say it, my mom used to be very open with me even with us being witnesses she was really open with me about talking about certain things she said because I'd much rather you learn it from me than you learn it from the street and so I, I I really I really urge parents who have you know queer kids trans kids non-binary kids whether you know how to have the conversation or not have these conversations with your kids because I will say this and I don't want to I don't want it to sound like I'm, I'm creating stigma or that I'm pushing stigma mm-hmm. but I wish somebody would have sat me down and said baby when you were in college you don't have to do all of that mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. to find mm-hmm. yourself you don't have to go out there and do that mm-hmm. to find yourself find yourself right here yeah. and so I, I really want parents to hear that like it's it's imperative these times that if they're not learning it at school you sit down and you teach it to them so that they don't learn it somewhere else.
1: Exposure and awareness, all of these things are critical and uh, I think, you know, a lot of people don't realize that if you don't have these conversations fear and curiosity will teach your kids about what's going on in life and and that's not what you want that's never never that's not what you want that that does not lead to the outcomes that you hope Mm -hmm. for and i think that goes across the board it's not just in terms of sex and sexuality or gender or just anything like Mm -hmm. substance abuse Uh, You know Mm -hmm. alcohol There's so much that we are I mean and I say this as a child Who was sheltered uh, There was so much that I did not Learn about the world And what the reality Of the world Until I was Mm -hmm. much much older And you know that has had its implications For how I move Mm -hmm. even As an adult and so um, I love that you're advocating For um in encouraging us to have conversations, to be curious, to ask questions, to seek information. Yes. Because that's the truth. Knowledge is power is not just a cliche from the 70s, y'all. That is real life. If we don't Hello. know, yeah. like they, they don't want us to know. That's why they are silencing and banning and eliminating yeah. and all of that because we done messed around and got a little too woke for these white folks. Okay. And now they are free. Now they are trying yeah. to, you know, get us back. They're trying to get us back yeah. in. In, in place and mm-hmm. aligned, so I I love that a lot of your work, um, Dr. John, is about creating courageous spaces for conversation, yeah. for cu- for curiosity, for exploration um yeah. about many about many of the intersections of identity but particularly with uh queer and trans youth so yeah. i know that you have a conference yeah. coming up but talk a little bit more about yes. the utility of these spaces i know we've used the term safe space but you know safe <laughs> safe is a qualifier right there's lots of things in place to make right, a space right. safe so it's really about <laughs> yes. fostering yeah. courage for people to be yeah. transparent and authentic in their lives talk about the spaces that you're creating
2: yeah, so I I love that you mentioned courageous because I think that's what I'm starting to lead with more mm. these days. Mm. Um, you know, brave spaces yes. really, you know, was a thing the last mm-hmm. few years. But even with brave spaces, right, you still worry about spaces not being safe for me to be brave, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, I don't, you know, I don't want to have to that. So being courageous is this idea of saying I'm going to show up as, in my authentic self, and, and however other people respond to it, that's how, that that's that's Period. what they got to exactly. do it. Um, and so that's what I really wanted. So you know, when I was asked, so I'll say this, I worked with. Rainbow Pride Youth Alliance for three and a half years, kind of in the background, especially around 2020 when all of the stuff was happening with George Floyd mm-hmm. um, and all of the other movements that were happening. And so now in 20, we, we got to the end of 2023. Um, my supervisor, Benita Ramsey, love shout out to them. They said, "Hey, I think you are a fantastic individual. I think for where you where we live, so a lot of people don't know this, but I live in SoCal. There's not that great of a community for black black, queer people in Southern California. Mm -hmm. Um, There are black, queer people, but Mm -hmm. the community conversation pieces is is not there. Mm -hmm. Um, But specifically for youth, right? And I was one of those youth. um, And I always have to kind of, I always like to shout out the story because I think it's important to know why Rainbow Pride Youth Alliance is such an important organization and why I even work with them. So when I came out at the age of 18 and my parents said, you can't stay here. Mm -hmm. Obviously, my parents were religious and Mm -hmm. they, you know, they had their reasons for asking me to leave because I was of age Mm -hmm. Um, I had a peer who said hey are you familiar with Rainbow Pride Youth Alliance and what they do and I said no Rainbow Pride Youth Alliance not only took me in and made sure that I had food but they also helped me find a place to live Mm -hmm. um, so that I could start classes at Cal State San Bernardino. Shout out Coyotes. Um, And I say all that to say, 20 years later, I now work for them and doing kind of the same thing. I work for the org to make sure that youth, specifically Black youth, Black queer youth, don't go unserviced or unhoused or don't have the things that they need to be successful in life, right, To, to thrive. So that's really what this conference is. So, you know, fast forward, it's 2024. We're planning the Black Identity Development Youth Conference. This conference is the first of its kind. I call it the inaugural conference Mm -hmm. because while in SoCal we've had conferences, I mean, even y'all were just here a couple of years ago for Mm -hmm. an identity conference, right? Mm -hmm. Um, We talk about the black woman experience. We talk about the black male experience. We talk about the black experience. We talk about, you know, the queer experience, but no Mm -hmm. one ever really says, let's talk about the intersections of blackness and queerness at a conference, right? And that's Mm -hmm. exactly what this conference is. Um, We have three tracks, and so um, the three tracks we have are for youth, which are 14 to 17, that's our Tay. that's the, 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 the age range we, we, we technically service. But we also have an 18 to 24 track, and that track was brought up because we had a sponsor come to us and say, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we made sure that certain folks who are in that age range of college age range had money to be able to do what they need to do? And I was like, bet. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you register for the B track, which is the 18 to 24 track, you can fill out the scholarship form and there's a chance that you take away a thousand dollars no questions asked ain't nobody clocking you you don't have to tell (laughs) us what you do with that thousand dollars if you are 18 to 24 that a thousand dollars is yours Mm. um and then with our c track that's the 25 plus that's what we're kind of looking at as Our community driven track right those are the people that are working with the 18 to 24 the 14 to 17 that's the people who are providing other services that's the the black woman who works for the city and says you know i see the kids but i don't really know much about the community all right Mm -hmm. come on our to our conference you can learn more about how you can help them right um but overall it is a very beautiful day of Mm -hmm. of 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 intentionally black conversations, intentionally black queer conversations. Mm -hmm. Um, It's being opened by um, Hope Giselle and it's being closed by George M. Johnson. And so um, I'm just very very excited to be there and I also want to shout out Tori, Dr. Tori um, Winston-Cerdin they are offering up their space for us to do the conference and then we have um, a youth, Brandelsa, who I had the pleasure of (laughs) meeting and working with who is also going to be speaking to the youth as well so it's just, it's going to be a black queer time (laughs) Um, I tell people you don't have to be black or queer to be there, you can be you can be black and just say I want to show up to Mm -hmm. just learn, come Mm -hmm. on down come on down, we got spots available
0: I love so. that, and I love George M. Yeah. Johnson. It, yeah, their book is fantastic, and I yeah, and yeah. I pray that it does those 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 youth who it's been banned within their schools and so forth that they yeah. at least have the support at home of parents who can purchase a book Baby, like that. I pray I that too. I do. Yeah. I really do. Thank you so much, Doctor John Paul. Um, this was this a has joy. been. This is such an important conversation. Listen. We're not just black in February. Hello. And you're not just Good you in June. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm not black
2: people. Right. I'm yeah. not just black or <laughs> queer in these months, baby. You it's know.
0: 24 hours a day. So we have so, to, I think it's important yeah. that we have these conversations and we have them frequently and often. Because like we said, yeah. there is there is a, a, a chain link fence with under the umbrella <laughs> of oppression. And so, yeah. you know, what do we look like? Oppressing others who are already Oppressed you know what I'm saying We gotta gotta do better so we really Really appreciate you coming and Spending time and sharing Resources and you're always and, welcome. And information. Always, Yay! always. Family to the show. A little
2: I'm
0: And a please little tell the people because you do have your own podcast. So yes. please let I the do. people know where they can find you Absolute. on your platforms and so forth.
2: Yes, yes. Well, you can find us both on YouTube and on the I Media. Okay. Um on on, it, basically yes so we just launched our youtube for our channel for our show it's the show is called black fat femme podcast it's me and my good girl jordan daniels we have been friends we've been friends for like years and when I got the chance to do this show I immediately was like Jordan has to be the person to do it with us and so okay. Jade and XD have been on the show yes, in the past have. and it has been it was a time it was a key <laughs> uh, <laughs> we had fun it was actually I will say it actually was our most listened to episode Oh, oh um, wow. yes, yes it is the, the episode that has gotten the most listened so um, right. I will say that but yes you can find us over there you can find me on all the social medias at Dr. John Paul um, if you just put in, you know, John Paul, you will see me come up. I'm all over the Internet. Somebody's white uncle don't like me for some reason or another. Uh, <laughs> but you can definitely find me online if you look hard enough.
0: Somebody's white uncle hates me, too. That's because they want to oh, fuck yeah, me. yeah, I, I <laughs>
2: welcome it. I welcome it. Because they, I, they may hate right. me, but I hate them down to the base. Yeah. Yes, God, doing something it means right. you're doing something yes. right.
1: But, no, thank you. Everything that Jay said. Yes. Uh, thank you for all of your work thank you for thank uh, you. all of the ways that you show up and thank you for allowing you know you know letting the kitchen table be a space of learning and conversation Absolutely, and um you know helping people to understand the ways that we might sort of you know raise our awareness and you know do something Amen. about the problems that yeah that we're all trying to figure out so you're welcome back anytime it was a pleasure to anytime. meet you and see your face anytime. in real life
2: yes Thank and you we will
1: have the link um, to the conference. Yeah, the so you description can register box, and so. attend. And is it is Absolutely. it going to be in Southern California as well, right? It is
2: in Southern California. Okay. However, we do have one person from Texas who's coming. Okay, so I in. have said, yes, there's one person from Houston who who hit me and said, I really want to come to this. I think this is a fantastic thing. My school will send me and I said, okay, I if you want to come, feel free to register. Registration is free. I have to also yes. make that known. Registration is that free. Okay. So if you do sign up for yes, baby, it does. If you do sign up for it, um, we, have, we, we do have spots and if folks are in the SoCal area and they're like, yo, I live in LA or I live in you know Lancaster or I live in San Diego and I don't have transportation but I really want to come you can reach out to me um, by sending me an email or hitting me at the link all of in the link everything is there you can hit me and we can definitely make sure that if you're local you can get there
0: and is it will any any aspect of this be virtual
2: no, we okay. will not be having any virtual aspects. I'm sorry, okay. y'all. This is our first year, so we're no, trying to get... It's all no, it's okay. apologies. We just want to get, all, get all the information, information in the future, we will. so we can yeah. accurately
0: inform the people as to yeah. how they can attend. Because what you're doing is incredible. And this is something, It's even though this is the first year, this is definitely not going to be the last. For sure. Um, this is going to grow so many legs. And there's so many yeah. places where uh, it's necessary. So thank you. We're gonna have that information in the description box if you all are looking for it. And Dr. Yeah. jean Paul, please come back. Please yeah. come thank back. Thank you yeah, anytime.
2: Me. Anytime. Proud of I'm, you and I'm what here. you're
0: doing. All
2: thank you. right.
0: We'll see y'all for the next segment.
1: Okay. So listen, if you know anything about me, you know that I am constantly thinking about and doing 1 million things. I also have developed a penchant for purchasing things online, subscribing to apps, you know, all kinds of things. And then a few weeks later, you know, I turn around and my bank account, all have all of these automatic withdrawals for all of these subscriptions that I done paid for and forgot about. And child, let me tell you something. I've got to go through and clean house for my sanity and for my financial stability. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spendings, and helps you lower your bills. Don't we all need that kind of help? I can see all of my subscriptions in one place. And if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap right there. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money, which is always a plus, And negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $722 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com grown. That's rocketmoney.com grown. rocketmoney.com grown.
0: I deserve it is time for the black person self-care and i just have to shout out let me tell we i know we talk about it often on this show and i think we'll continue to talk about it um how important a community of good sister girlfriends is to have correct um and i am just blessed to have Several pockets and one giant umbrella of village is what I like to call it, but several pockets within my village. And so, um, I went this weekend to go, Santana's going to be leaving New York soon, and so we, um, and then we have a friend, Isamar, who is just a phenomenal artist. Uh, she makes uh, macrame. Couture outfits oh. um, yeah. and giant like dreamcatcher uh, macrame pieces with beautiful feathers. I'm oh. talking like, like your giant wall in your house kind of <laughs> kind oh. of. Zhuzh. She's just an artist of just an incredible caliber, and so uh, we were modeling some new f- pieces for her. Oh, yeah. um, and so we were like, okay, we're gonna use this as an excuse then for a gathering. And so Santana made some really delicious bites. Uh, a, a hearty soup. It was cold. It was rainy. It was nasty. It was just. It was. It was. It was all of that. And mm-hmm. so she made a really nice soup and tostones with like a sardine um, compote on top and like a delicious a sardine crumble. Compote. Oh, is like a sardine like medley with tomato and parsley okay. and onion and garlic, and then okay. they're just like kind of chopped and minced all together on top of a crispy, garlicky, citrusy, bright fried tostone, mm. and um, and then she made a like a like a uh, strawberry <laughs> and cranberry. Weed crumble, baby, that we had with an ice cream. Go oh, ahead. fantastic. A we had it crumble. with a Ben and Jerry's because they're always on the right side of things, okay, mm-hmm. politic-wise, ceasefire. Um, and so we gathered and we had that. And then I made <laughs> I made a basil pear sangria.
1: Mm. Sister. Delicioso.
0: It was delicioso. And so, you know, I just... After we were done, we had good, hearty, you know, just good warming food, good comfort food. Uh, It was good company. Um, And it was just lovely to be able to bask in the beauty and the intelligence and the humor and in the energy of black women. And when I tell you, it just set the tone for my week. It was the perfect, cozy Sunday evening. We didn't leave too late, so I didn't get home all late. And I was like, I feel full. And I was like, I love that when I leave my my villages, no matter who, whether it be you and the Nicky's and and Crystal mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Fran, or it's over here. When I leave these pockets and these spaces, I feel full. I feel fed. Yes. Um, and I we did a stretching session. We were going to watch a movie, but we were like, how about everybody lead a stretch? And we Everybody <laughs> led a stretch <laughs> with the fire burning in the middle. I it, was love just, it. it was everything. It was everything we needed it to be. And so, yeah, I'm just I'm grateful for I'm grateful for my sister friends. I'm grateful for all of you because you, you keep me full and you keep me fed.
1: We're grateful for you, too, sister. You keep Thank us you. full as well. Yeah,
0: we very much appreciate you. What you got? What took care of your soul and your spirit this week?
1: Um, I have been uh also prioritizing sort of you know easing into the year as we've as we've talked about and really sort of being diligent about reclaiming my weekends, yes. Um, and it really has been a game changer, making a huge difference and really just being okay, you know. I think letting myself off the hook. Um and, and really working on intentionally stopping self-shaming or feeling guilty for doing nothing. Because sometimes yes. nothing is just Hello. what you need to do. Nothing Hello. at all. Nothing. I'm not doing anything. You can't keep going forth if you're exhausted. No. Um
2: Mm-mm. and so
1: yeah, it was a it was a restful and restorative weekend. Um I had a good lunch with a mentor on Friday um, and in this sort of like a mix of, I know that's right, black women's self-care, um, I had my performance management conversation with my supervisor oh. on Friday and, and got some really good feedback about my performance over the last year. Okay. Um, you know, that I'm excelling and contributing and doing all of the things and I... I was, I got some good evidence that the goals that I set at the start of the year I completed and, uh, you know, sort of did well. Um, and so I went on to the, there was a bracelet that I had been eyeing for a little while. Okay. So after I decided to treat myself (laughs) and I went on and bought my, my bracelet as a gift to myself for just doing, doing well. And just, you know, treat yourself, girl. Just I wonder just if it's what, the same bracelet that I want. I I don't have it on today, but I can show you. V C. Mm mm.
0: Okay. Mm mm. Okay.
1: But that one is on the list.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay.
1: Okay. That one is on the list. That mm-hmm. one is on the list. I I am. I still have not yet pulled the trigger on that one just yet. But this one was one that I've been wanting for a little while. Okay. Um, and I'll show you. I'll share... What it was, but it was a kind of like a, I deserve nice things. And I was like in the that. city, so I went on ahead. And you know, it was just sort of like, if I'm just going to drive by and see. And it just happened to be a parking space right there at the oh. store. And I was oh, just like, was, well, Lord, what are you saying? What are this you saying, Lord? <laughs> I think you're saying well, you say that I need louder? to shoot on in here and go in <laughs> and get my things.
0: Copy. Copy, say less.
1: I said, let me just drive past. It was a Friday. I was like, child, I don't want to have to wait for no parking, blah, blah, blah. Something said, just go and ride past there and see, you know, what it's given. It was I was only like, you know, it was like 10 minutes away from where I was at for lunch. And I was like, let me just shoot past here and see. It's on my way home. And as it was I was meant ro- to be. So I was rolling past. I said, I know this is not a parking space right here. <laughs> <laughs> I would be remiss if I do not take up this opportunity. It's right here. It's all it's in front right of it. It's right here. I, like I, was like, saying, well, Lord, I feel like I said, Well, Lord, I feel like you're saying what you're saying. <laughs> and Lord I must said, be obedient. You don't have
0: to say a word. Exactly.
1: It's written all <laughs> over your face, God. <laughs> okay.
0: You don't have to say <laughs> a word. It's you not. don't have to say, say a, word. a word. Just it's buy, just buy, yeah. just buy that bracelet for you. Yeah.
1: It's better than any bracelet I ever, heard. That you ever wore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I so love yeah, that's my black woman self-care. It is giving, you know, if you want something and you got it, you just go ahead. If you got it, flown it, boy, I know you want it. <laughs> I'm doing, that's my checkup,
0: that's my checkup with <laughs> it. But yes, that's
1: my. Well, I love that, that for you.
0: I love that. And I can't wait to see mm. your new bracelet. Mm. Um, but it's time for us to get negative for a quick taste. Let's do so it. So let's head on over to these petty peas. Sounds like a plan. And I want to be very responsible Of the things I say to my sister Cause everybody know I can be real petty P-E to the T-T-Y honey. It's time for the petty peeves And my petty peeve is Not petty But it is short mm. It's tax time <sighs> I started getting emails About <sighs> tax preparation services And so forth And um, <clears throat> I just want to say It's I hate it always always but uh, particularly, while we are now on the fourth month of this war and this genocide, it really don't sit right with me getting tax emails um, and ta- you know mm. and all of that and thinking about all of that and knowing exactly where this tax money is going, you know, and thinking about this funding funding genocide not just war but Mm. funding genocide funding the complete obliteration of an entire people does not sit right in my spirit um and so i just you know want that to be clear um and i want and that's my petty peeve this week
1: i think that's sufficient yeah um my petty peeve is so this is a thing it's, it's it's not to be one of those people who complains about the weather. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> Just don't do it on Yelp but continue. No, I won't do it on Yelp because
1: I mean what? That's crazy town. <laughs> Sister, um, you'd be surprised. <laughs> so, it is very like this this global warming is a real thing. Mm. And um I mean this this weather is just manic it is it is it is like it is it is it's ca- literally it was 70 when I got in my car on Friday to go to lunch with my, one of my mentors the temperature in the car said 77 degrees the friday before it was snowing to the extent that my class at the gym was canceled right Thank you, Maya <laughs> <laughs> But you know it's just like, I know in the winter, you know I don't know it's just it's wild to sort of see the seasons just being whatever they wanna be mm-hmm. these days, Mhm, and it's just an indication mm-hmm. that you know things that we take for granted we should start paying attention to because oh. Uh, oh. you know. I know an uh, unseasonably warm day in the winter, in January, is what? Like 40 degrees? Right. But this is what I'm saying. 70, uh,
0: 45 is like, uh, what is going 70 on? 70
1: degrees is like nuts. Hey, guys. Are are we okay? I don't know. I don't know. Cool, cool I don't know. Cool nah, that's wild. So it's wild. pay attention. You know, if my... <laughs> If my dude I was on here he would say get right.
0: <laughs> okay?
1: Cuz before you get left. Honey. He's <laughs> coming again. But uh <laughs> but um oh, it, it, was, me it was it was It was
0: just like wowzers, okay? <laughs> oh boy. Sister, and, I was watching this I th- I was I showed XD this like Arctic Page I watch on Instagram and um you know, the song, they'd be having this song that sings in the back, be like, heave ho, thieves and niggers. I swear <laughs> it says niggers, but everybody told me it was says beggars. But anyway, so apparently it's from Pirates of the Caribbean. But so, <laughs> but I say all that to say I saw this giant glacier just fall out of nowhere. And I said, we are doomed. Everybody's doomed. The thieves, the niggers, everybody's doomed. <laughs> Heave ho, thieves and niggers. <laughs> Yo, okay.
1: I'm, sorry. I'm oh. sorry. Yes, but I don't know. I don't, uh, you know. The things that. Pay attention. Yeah, yeah pay attention. <laughs> Uh, Be mindful. Keep your lamps trimmed and burning bright. (laughs) Oh (laughs) Uh, God, (laughs) honey. Oh, so yes, that I believe is an episode of Getting Grown. Yes. Thank you very. We uh, want to extend thanks and gratitude. To our amazing guest, Dr. John Paul, for all of the amazing work that they are doing on their podcast and Mm -hmm. in the community. Make sure that you're supporting the conference that's coming up Um, and really just, you know, holding space. Being okay with what you are learning in real time, not being afraid to make mistakes. And that's the only way that we're going to get anywhere as, as it relates to, you know, freedom, liberation, change, transformation, all the things Absolutely. that, um, you know, we should be prioritizing. So thanks, uh, Dr. John Paul. We love yes. you so much and you're welcome back anytime. And make sure you all check out
0: the description box for all of the information to the conference and all things where you can
1: find Dr. John Paul as well. For sure. Um, And what was I going to say? Oh, make sure that you're sending your honesty box questions to the show to hello at gettinggrown.co. You can also, if you have a a self-care or I know that's right, or just anything that you want to share with uh, Lady Yade and myself, Mm -hmm. that's how you can reach us. So go ahead and take us out, sis.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, you want to make sure that you're hydrating by drinking water, hydrating all of your internals. It also flushes those toxins out your system. It's a very important thing. You can go without food longer than you can go without water. So make sure you're handling that. You also want to mind... Your business, That's right. because That's how you if you your don't, you're in someone else's, which means there's something disgusting going on in your own home. <laughs> and lastly, you want to make sure you are moisturizing in these this February month, My gosh. which even though it has been unseasonably up and down, and the yes. pendulum continues to swing, yeah. you want
1: to moisturize. Why, sister? Because your black will crack if it is a dry. A toodaloo. A bye bye.